0: إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعين به ونستهديه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلن تجد له وليا مرشدا وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وَخَيْرَ الْهَدْيِ هَدْيُ مُحَمَّدٍ صلى الله عليه وسلم وَشَرَّ الْأُمُورِ مُحْدَثَاتُهَا وَكُلَّ مُحْدَثَةٍ بِدَعَةٍ وَكُلَّ بِدَعَةٍ ضَلَالَةٍ وَكُلَّ ضَلَالَةٍ فِي النَّارِ the respected brothers and sisters in Islam Without a doubt, as we all know that children are of the greatest blessings of life Children are of the greatest blessings of life. They make it beautiful. They make it worth living. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us in the Quran, المال والبنون زينة الحياة الدنيا Wealth and children are the adornment, are the beauty of this life. But also at the same time, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Qur'an, in another place, another location, He says, اعلموا أنما أموالكم وأولادكم فتنة Know that, that your wealth and its children are a massive trial, are a massive trial, are a test from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In one place, they are a blessing. In another place, they are a triumph. And subhanallah, you look at the book of Allah, this is something that is natural. It's, it's a natural desire in every single human being to have kids. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ingrained it inside of us. زُيِّنَ لِلنَّاسِ حُبُّ الشَّهَوَاتِ مِنَ النِّسَاءِ وَالْبَنِينَ and even if you look, you look at the book of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, the Quran mentions many stories of those who did not have any children, but they want to have a children. So much that they will even adopt to have a child. They will adopt to have a child. Like for example, the the wife of Al Aziz, the wife of the minister in Egypt when Yusuf alayhi salam was brought to them, like the wife of Fir'aun, the Pharaoh, when Musa alayhi salam was brought to her, and both of them, two different places, two different women, two different times, they repeated the exact same thing. "Asa, Perhaps he may benefit us. او We'll take him as a child. So, overall, they are a blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And I pray that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant this ni'mah, the ni'mah of having children to each and everyone, and to make it a blessing for them, not a massive trial. Allahumma ameen. And with every blessing, with every blessing, comes responsibilities. There is no blessing that comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala without responsibilities. There is no blessing that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives without responsibilities. And the responsibility of taking care of our children is so great. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, وَالَّذِينَهُمْ لِأَمَانَاتِهِمْ وَعَهْدِهِمْ رَاعُونَ Those when it come to their trusts and promises, they are watchful, like a shepherd. This is what Allah says. He used the word ra'oon, like a shepherd. And the Prophet wasallam says, كُلُّكُمْ راع. Each and every one of you is a shepherd. And each shepherd is responsible for his flock. The shepherd is is an amazing word because a shepherd isn't just someone who's careful, but a shepherd is someone that if he takes his eyes off of his responsibility, a great damage will take place. If a shepherd takes off his eyes off of his flock, something will happen, even for five minutes, for one single moment, for one day or a week. So there is a constant vigilance over his flock. You can't close your eyes at all. This is the meaning of Ra'i. Allah says, وَالَّذِينَ هُمْ وَعَهْدِهِمْ raun. In the last khutbah, we did talk about, or I laid down the foundation. The foundation is, guidance is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Guidance comes from Allah Azza wa Jalla And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the owner of guidance This is something you cannot give Something you cannot sell it to anyone You cannot buy it from anyone This is in Allah's hand It is in Allah's hand Allah is the controller, the giver The owner of guidance And guidance comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala We have seen in the last khutbah, righteous parents. Some of them were prophets. But their kids were not on the same path. And some parents, SubhanAllah, were 100% messed up. But the product was amazing. And some beautiful parents, but the kids were mixed with good and not good righteous wives with messed up husbands righteous husbands with messed up wives and so on and so forth right and in inshallah so this has to be clear that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who guides the second point that I want to make today which is very important كُلُّكُمْ رَاعٍ وَكُلُّكُمْ مَسْؤُولٌ عَنْ each and every one of us is a shepherd, is ra'i, and responsible for his Ra'iyah before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that responsibility takes place officially, literally by the book, until the, the, the children become baligh. Once they reach the age of bulugh, once they reach the age of uh, puberty, then, They are answerable to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They are responsible before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Once we raise them to become adults, not at the age of 18. The vast majority of the scholars said that that the official age of reaching puberty is the age of 14. Some kids get it before that, some after that. But let's say the age of 14 is the most suitable age for that. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us 14 years. 14 years to work day and night. Day and night with them. This, once they reach that age, they will be responsible for each and every mistake, for each and every sin they commit before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this age is very important. If you look at it, subhanAllah, we have no problem whatsoever with our children at that age. You tell them, go this way, you tell them, go that way, okay, Baba, okay, Mama, 100% obedience, complete submission to the will of the parents before the will of Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala. A child is like a play-doh. You can shape it the way you want. You can shape it the way you want. You can shape it the way you want. The Prophet وسلم, said, All of them are born upon the pure fitra. Pure fitra. And then it is the responsibility of the parents to shape them, to form them. So the age of the, the, the first stage is the most important stage in their lives. And if you look at it, SubhanAllah, this is the age or these are the ages where the children are most obsessed to make their parents proud of them. Their ultimate goal is how to make you happy. Sometimes you're five years old, draw something and said, look, Baba or Mama, just the fact that they make you happy. They're willing to do everything to make them happy and to make them proud of them. And we have to take full advantage Of that full advantage of that this is the age that we teach them with love and I said in the first khutbah and I will repeat this message this is especially and mainly for sisters especially and mainly for sisters for sisters if you don't have to work especially in the first of at least in the first of five years until the child goes to school if you do not have to work, then spend that time with your kids. Don't put them in a daycare from day one. Wallahi, this leads to a great damage. First five years, you have no interaction with them whatsoever. If you do not have to work, your husband, may Allah bless him for you, was taking good care of you then you are only working for the sake of earning money, I urge you uh, uh, advice from your brother. You can take it from a brother. Just spend that time with your kids. Even subhanallah, if the income is not that much, live with it. Live with 2,000 instead of five. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will put barakah in it because your kids need you the most. The most, this is the time that you develop that relationship with them. You play with them, you interact with them, you talk to them. This is the most important part, especially the first five years. Unless there is a case of emergency, you are a single mom, may Allah make it easy for you. But other than that, I highly, highly recommend that you spend that time with your kids. Highly recommend. I do not really care whether you put them in a Muslim daycare, or a non-Muslim daycare, I do not see any difference when it comes to the first five years. I don't see any difference, with all due respect to the two daycares. This is something that has to be clear, inshallah ta'ala. Now we go on, inshallah allow me to take this Friday and one more khutbah because this topic is of great importance. It is of great importance. This is a main concern, how to raise kids and the relationship between parents and children, the most important thing, or the very common mistake that is taking place between parents and children. Make sure that you give them positive words at a very young age. You give them words of love, words of courage, words that will make them feel good. You know, sometimes I teach the Quran, Right, I'm a teacher at the same time as the Imam. People bring their kids to learn the Quran. And right in front of me, right in front of their kids, when they come, they bring them in the morning to sign them up. I say, Sheikh, I want to tell you something. My son is very slow. My son is very slow. I have been trying with him almost for two years, and he didn't memorize anything. Some parents, they say, I know you're not gonna make it. I know you're gonna waste my money. I know you're gonna go to college, you're not gonna make it. I know, and this is, you're killing them, my brothers and sisters. This is very bad and this will cause, it will put a great damage inside their hearts and then once the parents do not believe in their kids, believe me, they will meet your expectations. I have met some people, I have met them, Interacted with them, saw them with their own eyes. They quit college. They quit college. Why not? I can't do it. Who told you? Can't? My dad said, no, you can't do it. You're gonna waste my money. Subhanallah. That's why the Quran teaches us this. I told you in the last khutbah about the, the, the conversation that took place between Ya'qub and Yusuf What did Ya'qub tell his son? we don't pay attention to these uh, some very profound lessons that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has put between the lines. Yusuf alayhi salam came to his father. I had a dream. And that dream we said 11 stars of the sun and the moon prostrating before me. And Yaqub alayhi salam said don't share it with your brothers because they will do something about it. They will cause you harm. And then look what Yaqub alayhi salam said to Yusuf. Listen carefully. He said, This is how your master has especially chosen you. And he will teach you how to interpret all types of, all kinds of speeches, not only dreams. He will complete his favor upon you. Just just as he did with your fathers and forefathers. Every single word that Ya'qub gave to Yusuf. This was seven years old. Imagine you tell seven years old, I know that you had a great future ahead of you. I know Allah will take care of you. I trust you. You will become something in the future. Allah will bless you, my dear son. Seven years old. Look at the surah later on. Every single word Ya'qub said to Yusuf, was repeated by Yusuf later on. Allahu Akbar. Every single word. To the point that when he was in prison, and those two people came to him with the dreams, and he was giving them da'wah to believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You know what did he tell them? He says, after telling them, do not do this and that, and associate, partner with Allah. He says, وَاتَّبَعْتُ I am following the legacy of my father and forefathers. This is the same thing that Allah will complete his favor upon you as, just as he did with your parents, with your ancestors. Yusuf <laughs> is telling that, I am following the legacy of my parents. Subhanallah. Imagine that. This is just one thing. He did not exactly repeat the same thing, but SubhanAllah, even though Yusuf had a tough childhood, very tough, Yusuf was, his entire youth was in a a non-Muslim family, as we said. in prison. There is no positive atmosphere whatsoever. Where this came from, from positive words his father gave gave to him when he was a child. So number one, give them positive words. Do not put them down Don't tell them you are a loser You're a failure You're not gonna make it You can even do this or that I have no trust in you Don't do that Don't do that Even if your son is slow in the school That's, it doesn't really matter It does not really matter A lot of people give up Hope Simply because of this And this is number one From the very beginning The respected brothers and sisters in Islam number two, very important and I hope that after the khutbah insha'Allah you will act upon this immediately inshallah. our children have a problem a huge problem when it comes to appreciating what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given them and sometimes it's very important, you know, we love them, even they say subhanallah, it is an It is an amazing psychological reality that no human being on the face of this earth wants to see another human better than him than the father and the mother when it comes to their children, right? You just want to see them better than you. If you are a doctor, if something that is more than that, you want your son to achieve that. If you have this, always you want the best for him. You will never ever, you will never find a father or a mother jealous of their kids. No way. They always want the best for them. Right? Sometimes we use this and we we think that we love too much and whatever they want, you know what? Okay. I want this. Okay. I want that. Okay. Baba, give me this. Okay. It's sometimes very, very important to say no. Not simply because you don't have it, not simply because you cannot afford it, simply because you need to teach them how to appreciate what they have and not to keep their eyes on the things that they don't have. Allah says in the Quran, why wealth and children are a massive trouble? Because if you do not control these two things especially money to the children, then the damage will be severe. Sometimes not to buy them things is a good thing. Sometimes not to give them what they want is a good thing. And the children will be upset with me, but that's okay. But this is the truth. Sometimes to hold back things from them is a good thing. This is how you make them appreciate what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given them. Because if, you do, if they don't appreciate what Allah is giving them, they're not going to appreciate what you, what you give them. Believe me. If they don't appreciate Allah there is no way for them. There is no way for them to appreciate you. Because for them, we like a cash register. Money, okay. Once they become independent, they have money in their pockets, خلاص. ATM, I don't need it anymore. I have my own money and they they will dismiss us. I'm serious about it It's very important to teach them that you don't have to have everything. I can make it But this is not good for you. This is not not the right time. Maybe in the future you can have that What is the biggest punishment that you give your children these days if you want to punish them? I know you know the answer if you want to punish your son, you, made him, you put him in pain, take his iPad away from him. Take it from him, then you took his soul and body. Kids, they cannot live without iPads. If you truly want to cause them pain, give me this one day. Look what life meant to them. Life for them is iPad. Why? Because a lot of it, most of their time on it. The minute you take it from them, Oh, you're already. You're Some people, they say, I have a poor life My life is miserable Why your life is miserable? I don't have iPad you're, Are you serious? Your life is miserable because you don't have iPad? Is that what makes it good, man? Come take my phone if this will make you happy Subhanallah That's another mistake This is something that we have to pay attention to we have, and parents have to be on the same page. Sometimes the son comes to me, Baba, can I get this? I say no, Baba. And then you go go to the mother. Can I have this? Oh, okay, sure, but don't tell your dad. Don't tell your dad. No, that's that's a big issue. That's a big issue. They will not go to him anymore. For them, then now well, he hates them, but you love them. And we think, no, 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 this is wrong. This is 100% wrong. And we're doing it all the time. And on top of that, instead of talking to the father in front of the son, that's okay. Give him that time. No, take it, but don't tell your father that I gave you this. So now, it's a very important. The entire religion is about shukr. Alhamdulillah, Rabbi alamin came before iya kana wa Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen came before Iyaka na'budu. It came before Ibad. This is the heart of our relationship with Allah, is to appreciate what you have. So, this is another thing. It's so good to say no in a good way. You don't say no, I said no. No, you don't say that. Listen, my son, I know your friend has it, but believe me, this is not good. Good way. Nice tone. Explain to him why you don't have him to have it. Instead of yelling and screaming just to go, then this is another issue. So, what is number one? Give them positive words. Take notes. Don't put them down, especially at a young age. Make them feel that you've got to be something in the future. And I have a lot of trust in them Son and my daughter. Believe me, I have a lot of trust on you. I don't care if you are diagnosed with HD, something or whatever they call it. I don't care if you still can make it. Maybe it will require more effort, but you can do it. You can do it. Believe me, you can do it. This is and number two, teach them how to appreciate the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And number three, that's probably the missing element. Almost in in many relationships communication let's be honest we do not communicate with our children anymore we don't we don't we don't communicate with them anymore the only thing them to keep them away from us is to give them something to play with the two years old is crying okay have you go take the ipad the other son is making noise in the house. Go play in the basement. Go play. So let me watch the news. Let me watch the game. Communication. You go home. The husband is in the first floor. Wife is on the second floor. Kids are in the basement. And they message each other inside the house. Son, food is ready. Come down the On the phone. Wallahi l-Azim. This is what is taking place. Inside the house. The food is ready come down the stairs. The tea is ready, come and take it. And time is different. We have to talk to each other. Time is completely different. You know sometimes in, we all know in Islam there are so many things haram. We have uh, things not so many things. We have things that are completely unacceptable forbidden by Allah Azza wa Jal, right? But we are exposed to these things every single day. You see them every single day. You deal with it every single day. If not in the school, in the street, in shopping. And sometimes the kids will come, they want to talk about it. Baba, I saw this. And then every, right away, we don't talk about this at home. We don't talk about it. We don't discuss these things. How dare you mention this to me? Don't you have. No, no, no. Don't close that door. Talk with them, regardless. Regardless. Give them just the green lights son and daughter, feel free to come to me with any matter. I will listen to you. I will listen to you wholeheartedly. And then I will give you my advice. Once you close that door, once you close that door, they will go find the answer somewhere else. They will go to friends and talk about it. And they will never come back to us again because this is not good to talk about it. They will find the answer somewhere else. Communication is very important Very, very, very important Especially that time and this age This time and this age They say you have to be friend with them I totally agree With limits But nothing wrong This will not diminish your status It will not diminish your status At all will not put you down But if you don't make it this way Then we're going to lose We'll end up losing Allah communication is very important open the door open the door let them talk to you don't feel shy bring it to me if there is something sensitive talk to your mom about it if it's you feel shy to tell me go tell your mom about it they will trust you wallah they will keep you up to date they will keep you up to date they are the you know what happened in the school today yeah sure tell me how was your day what happened this and that this is something of great importance Great importance. These days this this kind of communication is one hundred percent lost. Lost. Lost, lost. So, Allah Ta'ala. Keep the I will take one more khutbah, but I want to just to focus on this. Positive words. Appreciating Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Communication is number number three. Number three. And especially in the very beginning. The first 14 years are of great importance. If you miss it, you miss everything. Let me tell you something, I don't want to hide anything from you. And sometimes I meet parents today ago, they came a problem. I said, I'm going to address this in the khutbah, it's a part of my So don't think that I'm pointing a finger at you. No, no, no. I'm going to say it anyway, you came to me or not. There are some kids, they come, their respected brothers and sisters high school, 8th grade, 7th grade, they don't know the five pillars of Islam, they don't know what is the Shahada means, what the Shahada means, they have no clue, they have no clue whatsoever. And then the problem is that we think I brought him to Sunday school, Sunday school, my respect brother, and sisters, Saturday school for them is a piece of cake, will not give them what they want, the real school is home. The real Islamic school is home 100%. Don't rely and depend on someone else just uh, like uh, two minutes of Islamic studies and you think, no, 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 no. Islam has to be lived every single, every single place. At home, outside the home. When you do your job inside and outside, wallahi, by Allah's will, inshallah, the product will be amazing. The product will be amazing. And even if it did not happen, believe me, at a certain age, they will remember everything and they will come back. I, they will come back. I didn't see in my entire life righteous people who worked hard for their kids. Their kids maybe gave them hard time in the beginning, but at the end of the day, mashallah. just eventually, just comes from Allah. Subhana. Why? Because the foundation is there. You planted a seed, and you watered it. So it will not go to waste. إِنَّ اللَّهَ لَا يُضِيعُ أَجْرَ مَنْ أَحْسَنَ عَمَلًا إِنَّ اللَّهَ لَا يُضِيعُ أَجْرَ مَنْ أَحْسَنَ عَمَلًا أقول قول هذا واستغفر اللَّهَ لِي وَلَكُمْ فَاسْتَغْفِرُوهُ إِنَّهُ هُوَ الْغَفُورُ الرَّحِيمِ